to the Faces of Tomorrow podcast. Today, I'm joined by Amelia Dermott, a 19-year-old boxer. She's a next-gen athlete, a several-time national champion, and a silver medalist at Youth Continentals. Besides being an Olympic-style boxer, she's currently in her third year at the University of Ottawa studying human kinetics. Amelia is also an advocate about mental health, as it is something that has she's dealt with all her life, and her goal is to really create less stigma surrounding mental health and in hopes to inspire young adults to talk more about their struggles. So welcome, Amelia. Thank you so much for coming today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. Anytime, anytime. So let's dive a bit deeper into this boxing, into everything about your personal background, because I definitely want to hear so much more. Like you have such a cool background. So tell me more about you growing up, um, you know, school wise or just in general, like how you got to kind of the place you are now. Well, growing up, I was at an all-girls school, first of all. So that <gasps> me is like, me too. Oh my God. <laughs> it was uh, I totally it was get that. Interesting. Um, some of the people were great. I just like I it didn't I didn't feel like I fit in. Um, and I've always been super kind of outgoing and I just felt different and and stuff. Uh, and my brother was started competing in aerial skiing. He's on Team Canada now for aerial Ooh, skiing. He's my younger wow. brother too. So I was really being okay. shown up and I was like, you know what, that's not okay. Um, but <laughs> like I need to get there. I need to be the yeah, same exactly. level as like, Oh, this is embarrassing. I need to be the cool <laughs> not this lame on the sidelines. Like um no, but so I, I played hockey a bit growing up and I was decent. Uh, I didn't really like it, but I was like good at it. So I'm like, ah, I must like it because I'm good at it. And then I think I made the rep team at some point. My parents just didn't tell me because they're kind of like, she hates us. I don't want to be getting up at six in the morning and she doesn't like it. And, um, and then we started going like skiing every weekend instead. And so that's when my brother started getting competitive. And then all of his friends became my friends and everyone was really competitive in their sports. And I was just like, watching tv and eating chips so i was like okay i need to fix that up and so my dad was uh he was doing boxing just for fitness and so i went to the gym with him just like randomly and i just fell in love with it i was again it was just for fitness just to feel a bit more like secure because i guess i was also like a middle schooler i was like oh everything's changing i feel so yeah, weird I get and that <laughs> um but no it was great and i fell fell in love with it and then i started just doing it more and more and more and i got quite addicted to it uh off the bat and then I had my first fight, and then my second fight, and then the rest has kind of been history. It's like it's so history. Yeah, exactly. It was really like I knew that was a sport for me as soon as I started doing it. I didn't realize I could love a sport in that way until then. Very cool. Very cool. So what do you love specifically about your sport? You know, I know you kind of talked about it, but like what do you – like what was that like – like what is the – like what do you love about it? Okay, that's basically the like, question. Yeah, I no, I think so. It sounds like a simple question, but it's like there's just so. I think there's so much more to it. Exactly, and it's like there's. I mean, there's obviously skills, and there's like the way it makes me feel, and the like. I've gotten so many opportunities from it. I've been able to travel. I've met some amazing people, and obviously, I love that aspect. I mean, I've kind of lost that a bit right now because of COVID. Um, But it's really just changed who I am as a person, and it's made me very confident. um, And just it's something that I feel very proud of, and so I can just. It's uh, I've gone through a lot of hardships with boxing, but there's been a lot of highs and a lot of lows. And so it's something that I've dealt with where I can take that into any other aspect of my life and be like, hey, like this is easy because I've done A, B and C in boxing. And so it's just it's really become just a, a part of who I am and not necessarily because I go around telling everyone I'm a boxer, but just the skills I've built in boxing translate so well into every other aspect. And it's really helped shape who I am and uh, into someone I'm proud of. So. Right. No, Probably for sure. That, that makes sense. Yeah, no, it's, that for sure. Is, it's but. exactly. No, that's a great answer. And like, it makes sense. Like, you know, doing a competitive sport like that requires so much dedication. I can imagine that, you know, it's obviously going to shape you as a person, you know, you're put, you have to be super disciplined and all these kinds of stuff. So obviously it's going to change you as who you are. So mm-hmm. I could completely see how, you know, like, you know, you love the sport and you love how it makes you feel. And there's like so many, it's just like a positive circle, you know, everything that revolves yeah. around it. I mean, yes, there'll be there'll be downfalls, but sure. you know, when there's so much positivity surrounding mm-hmm. it, it must feel like amazing, which that's, that's super cool. I actually yeah. always wanted to do that. Like, not boxing, but I always wanted yeah. to do <laughs> I mean I do want I you like boxing. Box. <laughs> anything, I'll, come, really, like. I'll, I'll come box yeah, with you. Okay. I feel like I'll, I'll <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I would love that, honestly. But yeah, I'm I'm down, you know. I'll come okay. all the way to see you. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but yeah, no, like 
growing up, I really wanted to do competitive sports. Like I wanted to be a competitive figure skater. But yeah, but at the time, yeah, like I I did do figure skating, Mm -hmm. but um, I would never got to the competitive point. Like my parents were like never, they didn't like view sports that way. So I was just never like pushed by them. I don't know, maybe I could have pushed myself more. I don't know. But I didn't end up doing it, which is something like I look back on. I'm like, oh, I really wish like, because it sounds so like when I hear like you like talking about it, like it sounds sounds so like exciting as well as like rewarding so it is yeah for sure I mean there are like I think in high school especially I started to really consider like the pros and cons because like I again I went from a like an all-girls school up until grade nine and then in grade 10 I went and met boys I was like what I didn't even know it it was a big like thing and I mean I was still so set on boxing but I started to realize that there were a lot of things I felt like I was missing out on like I wasn't going to any parties I wasn't drinking I wasn't hanging out with people after school because I had training and I needed to get my sleep and everything like that and so there's there's definitely some things that like I missed out on uh but I'm so happy with where I am so it's like I I feel like happy that I did that but it's it's definitely a hard yeah and it is it's definitely a lifestyle choice especially if you want to make it oh 100 uh, percent for sure I could definitely see that like you it's true like you're saying you can't be you know going out and partying like you have to be focusing solely on that you know you need your rest because otherwise how are you gonna Mm -hmm. work out how are you gonna like be able to push yourself like you won't be able to Mm -hmm. if you're exhausted or like hungover you know so yeah exactly (laughs) high school like I feel great now because I like I have all my close friends are from the gym now and so they really get it but in high school it was really hard to like explain to people that it's like no I can't it's not that I don't want to hang out with you it's just that I I need to go to the gym and they're like well you can skip one day it's like no and you're like no actually so and it just it started like people took it personally right and they're like oh well she just wants to go to the gym because she's a gym rat and she'd rather be there than hang out with me and it's like I mean sometimes that's the case but not like a lot of times okay I get it I just want to go get those gains, you know, like a lot of the time it's like I've made a commitment to myself to do this and I'm not going to like put in all this effort just to half-ass it. Um, Yeah, So it's a constant evaluation of what the priorities are. Of course, of course. And I think that's obviously probably even taught you so much for like your whole life, right? Like this sport alone has probably given you, you know, you've probably matured so much faster than even like your your other like classmates, right? Because like, you know, you're so you had to focus on yourself and be so dedicated at such a young age, which, you know, I actually thinking back at it, there was one girl in my high school as well. She was a tennis like she went like, I don't know if she, I think she's still playing tennis. I'm not super sure, but she was like super involved. She was competing at high levels, you know, like traveling for her sport, kind of like you. And, um, you know, like she was super dedicated. No one ever saw her. Like she wasn't always at like group hangouts and stuff like that because she was so like, you know, and at the time, I guess looking back, like we're so young that it's hard to grasp what that means. But, you know, looking back now, it's like, wow, like that's, that's intense. Like that's insane. You know, it's, that's (laughs) amazing. I mean, it's good for you. Like it's, I mean, I just loved it too. And so a lot of like, I, especially in high school, because that was where um, I was really just so much fun. And I was kind of when I started actually getting good at boxing and I was able to travel and stuff. And it was just being at the gym was where I wanted to be. It was so much fun. And it didn't even feel like that much of a sacrifice at the time, because mm-hmm. that's actually where I wanted to be. And so that definitely made it easier. I mean, now in COVID times, it's definitely a bit it's harder. But yeah, it's like now you really have to think long term. Uh, yeah. And like what the actual goals are and why you're doing it as opposed to just Oh, I'm gonna yeah. go have fun and see my buddies at the gym because it's it's really it's not the same right now. And it's I'm gonna For go sure. and I'm gonna put in hard work and then I'm gonna go home. And I'm gonna take a nap like it's there's not yeah. as much <laughs> like fun in it I I mean I'm working with my coach still and she's awesome and making that happen but it's it's definitely different (laughs) for sure for sure and you know that's why I feel like you know COVID has been some in some ways a blessing in disguise you know it's helped everyone like slow down a bit and kind of just like reevaluate what's going on being like okay this is something I still like value and want to do it's like okay how am I gonna make sure this is going to be great even in this pandemic so like you know based on what I see on social media like you're still like thriving very much even though you know even though lockdown and this and that exactly you know (laughs) so that's great thank you so yeah sorry no go for it what were you gonna say oh I was just like it's just I'm I'm having a good time and I really I'm very grateful uh for this time because I know a lot of people like gyms are closed and 
people like I'm I'm in a position because I'm considered a high performance athlete I'm still allowed to train You're allowed. For right, right. Now. and so I've been super lucky that that's been happening and uh, I really like I mean some days I'm like oh I don't want to go to the gym and then I think about all the people who would kill to be in my position I was like okay maybe yeah. I do want to go to the gym <laughs> don't complain I wish I was yeah, at the gym exactly I know <laughs> <laughs> no but I, I completely get that it makes sense so what was like the pivotal moment though? Because I know you said you st- you fell in love with the sport when you first tried it. But what was that like, I'm going to start competing? Because like, obviously, it's a completely different mindset. Like, it's not like, you know, you have to like be dedicated at that point and be like, I'm going to put in that work, which is completely different than what you've done before. So what was that like moment where that switched? I think I've had a bunch of moments throughout my career where I just like, it's, it's pushed me to the next level. And I think my first one wasn't actually like, I, I had my first fight. And I was like, I felt like I was the most prepared. I was like, I'm going to go in. I'm just going to knock this girl out. I was 13. I'm like, I'm just going to kill her. Like, I just know that I am. And then I got oh beat up. I got in the ring and I got beat up. <laughs> and so I was like, <laughs> devastated. I was like, I've trained so long and I thought I was working so hard. And then this girl just beat me. And so I was crying. Um, and then my dad took me and we just sat in the car for a little bit. And he's like, oh, are you okay? And like, yeah, I'm okay. And then I'm like, I want to fight tomorrow. Do you think they'll let me fight tomorrow? And I think it was <laughs> that time where I was just like, it's so devastating. Losing sucks so much. But it's like, that was when I knew I actually wanted to box. I didn't just want to box because I wanted to win things. And I wanted to be like, like people, I didn't want like the praise and stuff. Because obviously, I wasn't going to get praise for that. I was a shit show (laughs) it's your first um, one it's okay though it was your first one (laughs) but it was in that moment of just pure like devastation where I'm like this is what I want to do and I want to I want to push myself and I want to make up for it and I want to do better next time and I think that was where I was like this is my sport this is what I should be doing um right so probably that one (laughs) so that that okay that makes sense so prior to even like you know when you first started boxing like you know just to get into it and stop and all of that like did you think you were even gonna compete like I know like you know you said like that moment where you switched into that thought but did you even think you were gonna like do a fight or did you think you were just gonna be doing it for like the sport leisure of it if that makes sense yeah when I first started I didn't even really know that fighting was an option I just thought it was like a and it was just a box fit class when I first started and it was just I was this little girl and it was just a group of like old men and I just I loved that for some reason which is a weird like right now I'd be like no, I'm not going to that class. <laughs> like why <laughs> but it was like I just felt like so I was like yeah I can do this I can go and I can show up these people and I really loved that aspect is just proving myself and challenging scenarios that like just take myself out of my comfort zone. And so I loved that. And I didn't really think I'd start fighting until um, I switched gyms because that one was in Toronto and my parents were living in uh, Oakville at the time. So it was too long to drive and I wanted to start training more. Right. And uh, so I switched gyms to a competitive gym and I walked in. The coach was like, you're going to be an Olympian, which is so stupid. <laughs> like I was oh not good. It was just like, he was just blowing smoke. Um, but, but hey, I walked it wasn't in wrong. Then, wasn't and, wrong. But that was it. it. It stuck in my head. I'm like, yeah, I am. For sure I'm going to be an Olympian. And so you gave yourself like, you're like, that's the confidence yeah. you needed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which was just like fake. Like if he was just probably wanted clients too. He's like, yeah, you are an Olympian. You're also an Olympian. You, you're definitely going to be. A-. But it worked for me. And I was, I was it young. Does. And it I was, did. Like, it was so nice to hear someone like believe in me and say that I could actually take it to the next level, especially watching my brother, who was also an amazing athlete and just kind of being like, you know what, I can I can be at that level as well. And so we were kind of competitive in that way, uh, for sure. But uh, thank God we chose different sports because I don't know how yeah. to deal with, it, with this <laughs> At least one's thing. like a summer sport, one's a yeah, winter exactly. sport. It's very different. Yeah, no like sure. mixing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my God. I can only imagine amongst like siblings, like if you were like yeah. doing very similar sports, like how yeah, even more competitive that. or like, you know, like the pressure almost. So to, like, stressful, yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> no, it's yeah, okay. Background. It's okay. It's going to add to the episode. Don't worry. Perfect. I love it. He's like, he just wants to be a part of it. He exactly. He's giving it. his opinion. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what about me? Talk about me now. No worries. <laughs> so to focus more on like boxing questions, not like specifically mm-hmm. about the sport in general, what is like the most challenging part of it so whether it be the sport or just like the challenges you faced related to boxing Mm -hmm. what would you say would would be the challenge there's I mean there's a lot in it it depends 
who you ask, right? Like there's, there's so many things. And I mean, obviously training so much, that's hard, but I don't, that's definitely not the most difficult part for me. I, I enjoy that. And I like the grind and I like having a really tough workout because then I feel awesome after, like, I don't want to go in and have it be easy. And so it's, I, it's more the mental side for me. I think it's constantly, especially right now during COVID and staying motivated and, um, it's hard. Like you, you focus so much, like I've been a boxer for so long. And so, so much of my identity is focused on boxing. It's like, I'm merely the boxer. And so now that I'm not like actually fighting all the time, it's been kind of frustrating because I'm like, well, who am I? Is this still what I want to do? Am I? And so there's constant reevaluation of what I want to be doing. And so that's been difficult and like finding new ways and adapting. Like it's, I mean, in sports, you're always, I mean, in life, you're always adapting. Like there's that's always true. <laughs> coming up and I I mean with uh right now it's it's been a challenge it's not even that like I don't want to say it's hard like it's not something I don't want to be doing like it's it's a challenge and after this is over I'll come out and be like wow I'm so happy that I did that and I was able to make the most out of it but it's sometimes it's frustrating when things don't go your way and you feel like you're putting all your eggs in this one basket and then someone takes the basket away you're like ah what am I doing and so right now, especially because I'm in school. And so the constant like reevaluation of what's important and what I want to be doing and what is worth my time and what's not is it's hard because it's, it's constant. And it's um, now that the goals aren't as concrete, it's like I'm trying to think really far in advance and I'm trying to like evaluate and measure my performance on things that I wouldn't have necessarily thought to like quantify. Uh, and so it's a lot of qualitative observation, but you're you're trying to actually measure it, which has been, it's this whole adapting process has probably been the hardest thing that I've had to deal with um, so far. And it's definitely been a, a struggle on <laughs> the mental health for sure. Right. Uh, but I mean, it's part of the process and it's, exactly. I, I feel like I'm learning a lot about myself and a lot more about my sport and how I work and how my coach coaches and we've been communicating greatly. And so uh, there's been a lot of plus from this experience I mean it's not what I would have wished upon myself but it's uh it's definitely um there's gonna be positive outcomes from it nonetheless right for sure and I completely get that you know like you're saying like with the pandemic like kind of we even touched upon at the beginning you know everything is much much slower now so you have mm-hmm. to you know there is so much more time to think about things which can be good and bad at the same time right you know like yeah. you're even saying like who am I now is this what I still want to be doing and like I kind of relate to that because you know, I'm about to graduate from marketing, like in the fall. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you know, I like marketing, but is this like the only thing about me that makes me me, if that makes sense? You know know what I mean? Exactly. And like, I'm super into health and fitness. And I'm like, is there something Mm -hmm. I could do with that? Can I do something interesting with that? You know, I like doing this podcast. Can something bigger come from it? Like, you know, so I kind of get it, you know, just like, constantly reevaluating it and yeah that's what makes it definitely difficult in this pandemic mm-hmm. you know you're constantly having to think where sometimes you wish yeah. you could just like stop and just like go exactly. back to living life where you don't have to think so much mm-hmm. and you just like you want to break like this is this pandemic has just been testing people and that's it it's like it's writing a year-long exam like that's really what it feels like it's like Literally. you're constantly you're like I just want to break like I just want one day where I can just go and I can see my friends and I can feel not think free about and not things. guilty yeah. about being around people and like I just want to I just want to break and that's it there there's no breaks right now this is this yeah. is the way it is and that's been super hard on on everyone <laughs> yeah but I think there are like there's definitely ways to thrive during this I mean there's and it's totally fine if you don't want to thrive like if you just want to take this time and just be like you yeah. know what I this sucks and I want to just watch tv and I want to hang out with my family like go ahead and do that but um most people don't work that way. Most people want to feel like they're want to do stuff. In yeah, some way. exactly, so exactly. There's, a, there's definitely ways to do this. It's just uh, the creativity is probably one of the most important things right now, yeah. which is it's definitely not a skill that everyone has, and it's not one that I really had going into this. But now we're like we're really having to think outside the box and figure out what works and what's legal to do. And so that's <laughs> really? a, I know I'm like, am I allowed to go for a run outside? Maybe not. I don't yeah, know. I, do I have to wear a mask? Do I have yeah, to, you I know, know, stay like, so you know, it's, yeah, it's a lot, but it's, there's, there's ways to feel semi-normal and there's ways to still improve upon yourself uh, during yeah. this time. It's just a matter of actually figuring out what's important for you and what, 
what direction you want to go in. No, I completely, like, I, I completely agree with everything you said. Like that's, that's my mentality as well with this whole pandemic, you know, like I will have bad days, but you know, we're going to try to, you make them both, sorry, make the most out of the best days, you know, so I completely get that. So then what advice would you give to someone who wants to play a higher level sport? Because obviously, you know, like you were saying, lots of dedication, a lot of discipline Mm -hmm. required. What tips would you give to someone for that? Find something you like, first of all. I think a a lot of people are kind of, they start sports because their friends are doing it or because their parents are forcing them to do it. And then that kind of ruins sports for them, right? It's like, I don't want to be a soccer player. I don't care that you were a soccer player. And then you play and you're like, this sucks. I hate it. I don't want to play sports ever again. And so it's, there's so many things out there. And whether it's like high performance sport or high performance like music, like there's so many things that I just think it's important to try out a bunch of things and figure out what your passion is because it's so much easier to do something you love to do. And that's it. Like, I mean, I get, I was really young when I played hockey, but I didn't like it. Like I was fine and I was doing good, but it's not something like I would have, if my parents told me I made the rep team and I wanted, and I did do that, I still would have dropped out eventually. And I would have probably hated sports after that because it just wasn't mine. It wasn't my Mm -hmm. sport. And then I found boxing like when I was 12 like this is what I want to do like I want to do that and I think allow yourself to be hungry as well that was something that I it took me a while to learn and I, I've already burnt out of my sport a couple times and I've like I've made my way back but it's I mm-hmm. overtrain like you get so obsessed with it and it's like overplaying a song too many times yeah like, you're just like oh I can't song. listen anymore yeah and you're like oh my god I can listen to this forever and then you listen to it like the 20th time you're like I hate this song yeah. this sucks. <laughs> And so, and that's kind of, I feel like that happens as well. And like, no matter how much you love something, allow yourself to take a break from it so that you can want to do it. Um, And that's been, even right now, like I've been taking breaks, even usually I would take a break after a tournament or a high level competition or something, but obviously we don't have that right now. And so I've been putting in set breaks with my coach so that we can actually make sure that I I take time off so that I want to go back and wanting to do something is so much, so important um because like you can get into the groove of like feeling you need to or that it's work and sometimes it does feel like work. right now this is kind of my job and I love my job but there's some days I just don't want to go into work no worries but yeah no I that makes a lot of sense you know like you said it like that's actually what my next question was like if it's a full-time job essentially like mm-hmm. you're you're doing this like almost 40 hours a week if not more probably right yeah. of just training yeah um how much I'm trying to think of how much it would actually be it's probably around 30 hours of training 25 maybe of like actual training and then the rest is recovery work and like analysis and meetings with boxing Canada and meetings with my coach okay and, so like, you actually feedback. have like so it's literally a job. Like you're, it's, yeah, it's, it's a job. Like, yeah, I just had a meeting today about like the next steps on on what we're like. I was supposed to be going to Montreal every month to train with the national team to kind of very it. exciting. Which is, except now that the <laughs> pandemic that. is happening, it's like yeah. so now we're just doing. We're trying to find ways to do it online, which is uh, it is what it is. <laughs> My training's yeah, been sure. really good. It's just it's really hard to start becoming integrated into a new team when you can't actually see each other face to face and like have them see you train and all that. And so we're trying to be creative and finding uh, ways around that. For sure. And that, honestly, like, like everyone else right now, you know, of course, you're not alone in that, you know, being in school mm-hmm. and everything, like everything's online. So it's like, you can only connect so much with someone online, in my opinion, yeah, you know, obviously, you could have like a exactly. good basis, like, oh, yeah, you get along. But like, there's something mm-hmm. different about being in person that like, I'm sure you obviously sure. understand, you know, like, yeah. it's just like, it's like a bonding. Ex- I don't even know. Yeah, like, like, no, exactly. Like I'm. It's just different. To, like, I'm trying to start networking now and going back to like profs um, and kind of reaching out and trying to figure out what their like, pathway was so I can start yeah. thinking about an actual job and that stuff. Um, but I'm like, I don't think none of my profs would know me other than the ones I had like in my first and second year. Right, because like, you were like in person and yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I, like I reached out to one the other day who I like I talked with a lot in second year. And thank God he remembered who I was. Yeah. But I don't think many props would know and to like ask them for favors then and stuff like that's really hard to do. Whereas it's hard. You have a prof that you're able to see and ask questions with and office hours and like go see them after class and stuff like that makes it so much easier 
because then when you're like, hey, can you give me a reference letter? They know who you are. Whereas right exactly. now, I don't know how anyone's going to get reference letters from anybody because like, how yeah, do I don't know, know how. Like, there's no faces. You just <laughs> everyone's just like there. Everyone's just a black so box on on exactly. Zoom. You have your teacher's face, and everyone is just like their name, just their initials. Like you know. Yeah, what exactly. <laughs> so there's like a thousand EDs already. I'm like, hi, I'm Amelia, and they're like, I have no. Like, idea I don't know who you are. are. <laughs> like, I can't trust that you did well in my class at all. So bye. Well, um, hopefully, but... like at least like in the second year, you know, at least you probably yeah. resonated with at least some of them. Yeah, so that will definitely yeah. like help for whatever you plan for on sure. doing. Which yeah. is actually my next question, which I wanted to know. <laughs> so what, okay, so I know we spoke a bit prior to this, like what you mm-hmm. foresee happening in the next like four-ish years or so mm-hmm. in terms of boxing. Um, yeah. But where do you, you know, even like with boxing and even after that, like what's your like grand scheme, like goal, I guess you could say, like, is this going to be your full-time job like yeah. forever, if that's possible or like, um, like what do you want to do? Yeah. No, I I love boxing, but this isn't this isn't even my A plan. This is a side plan that I have. It's like, okay, and it's because I'm not gonna make money off of this, and eventually I'm gonna stop boxing. Like I'm not gonna be a 50 year old turning pro and like still grind. Like that's not me. You don't want to do gonna that. Happen. That's fair. No, and so I know like be turning pro is definitely an option. I don't think I will as of right now. Um, I don't think there's enough money in it for women and eventually I just want to like have kids and have a family and just I've been boxing for so long and I would like to not do it something new yeah Yeah. and so I'm I'm so focused on 2024 and potentially 2028 uh and then so exciting (laughs) I'll watch you on screen and be like wow I I had a conversation with her (laughs) but um thank you I'll see ya um but uh no after that I I, like I want to do a master's and I'm thinking about I would love to be a mental performance consultant I I love athletes and I want to stay um in the athletic uh field and so I think that'd be good because I like I love to talk and I love to make connections and I really I I love the mental performance side of things and the the psychology behind it so I that's kind of where I want to go but that uh also means a lot more schooling which I don't even mind so I'm just gonna be doing school for the rest of my life and hopefully making (laughs) some money on the side (laughs) family in there somewhere yeah exactly uh, you gotta do it all you know you gotta just do it all and you're young so you're so young you're literally 19 oh my god like you still have so much time like yeah, no, yeah. you you, yeah. you have more than enough time to do all of that. Like, yeah. I think it's cool, though. You know, you know you want to stay with athlete, athletes still, which mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense because you obviously understand. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not like someone who's never been an athlete who wants to work with them. Like, you, you've been yeah. an athlete. Like, you understand mm-hmm. the struggles, the best, the worst of everything. Yeah. So, like, obviously you're going to, like, really succeed in that kind of domain. Thanks. Do you, I hope so. do you <laughs> see yourself doing, like um, – oh, my God, I lost my question. <laughs> do you see yourself, oh, like, no opening, like, a boxing ring? Oh, oh may sorry. can you still see yeah. me? Am I still here? Yeah, no, I see um, you. Sorry, I just like cut out. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I I might like. There's part of me that would love that, um, and I think that one we would just see. I don't think that's like I would have to be very far down the road because that that couldn't be like my primary source of income, um, and then I would kind of need some income before I can make that happen. And so right. I I would love that. Like once I'm kind of old and just like crotchety old woman (laughs) I would love that (laughs) Um, but if not like I there's so many like even my gym I have now I would love to still be part of that and I would love to coach a little bit and just volunteer and do that like I'm I'm so I have big ideas of just like finishing boxing and never looking back but I know that's not going to happen it's such a big part of my life and I I couldn't just give it up 100%. So um, I would definitely think I would do something around that. Right. And like, you'll definitely like integrate it. Exactly. Like you said, like, you're not going to maybe be competing yourself anymore, but you'll like, you'll help the next generation, like bring them up in a sense, you know, which mm-hmm. is probably going to be yeah. just as rewarding as playing the sport, yeah. you know, watching, you know, I'm sure your coach when he like watches you, like, it's like, wow, like look at her go, you know? So mm-hmm. having like, you know, taking the switching roles, I guess you could say is probably yeah. like just as exciting as playing it. Yeah. No, I would love that. And I like, I just want to make like, obviously, I want to box because I like to do it and it's great for myself. But if I could have a wider impact, then that would be amazing. And that that's really my end goal is to have, like, even if it's just a couple people here or there, but to actually, like, have an impact on their life would be yeah. the coolest thing ever. 
Of course, of course. I totally get that. That's no, that's honestly like great. And like, I'm sure you're going to do it. You like, you seem like a very determined person that like, you'll do what your mind, like, you know, whatever you (laughs) set your mind to, you're going to do it. So I'm sure it's going to happen. So moving on to today's topic, um, I know like you're a very big mental health advocate. So, you know, especially during these times, it's super like, you know, we're living in a lot of uncertainty, things like one minute we're in lockdown, the next minute we're not, things are open, things are closed. So a lot's going on, which is affecting a lot of people, you know, including myself at times. So, you know, mental health is a big thing right now. So to start off, like, I know you spoke about how you have, you know, you've gone through your struggles. What's mm-hmm. like your story with mental health? What have you gone through if you want to share it? Yeah, for sure. I uh, I think I, I started looking back, like I never really realized it at the time, but I definitely had uh, anxiety symptoms when I was growing up. I had body image issues, which is like looking back and looking back at old pictures of myself where I remember feeling like fat and ugly and all this. I'm like, you're just a tiny little girl. But I had a huge problem, which is a big reason why I started boxing just because I felt like very insecure. And so I uh, started doing that. And then I developed a bit of an eating disorder like just or disordered eating I was like cut carbs out completely out of my diet and thought that that was a good idea and I used to write like don't eat on my hand which was like I Mm. just things like that where it was just like that's where the problems stemmed and there was nothing too serious but I I look back I'm like hey that's definitely where it started right Um, and then it didn't get really bad until second year university Um, I started having I was having panic attacks like every week every day sometimes several times a day and I didn't know what it was I thought a part of it was too much pressure from boxing and it was just like I I mean I put a lot of pressure on myself and so I just kind of thought that was like what was happening um and then eventually I went to uh I had a sport psychology prof and I went into his office for office hours and he just asked me how I was like I just wanted to go in and like have my paper looked at or whatever and he's like hey how are you and I just started crying I was like, oh, apparently I'm not that good. And so, and it was like, thank God it was in his office because he had this connection to the um, Canadian Center of Mental Health and Sport, which is where I found my therapist who was like sport specific. Um, so like she, she understands your needs Yeah, in exactly. Mm-hmm. So that was like amazing. And so I started working with her and my anxiety was getting a lot better. And then at the beginning of COVID or like mid, I don't even know where we are in COVID anymore, but kind of at the beginning. I don't, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like mid COVID, like what I don't know. Sometime, a while Sometime ago. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I was, um, I started feeling really low again. I felt really lonely and really helpless, and I just didn't know what was going on, and I didn't know what I was working towards, and I was feeling very depressed and very anxious, and I was having panic attacks again, which was almost devastating because I felt like I'd done so much work to kind of, like get bridge of them and I I was like oh I'm cured of all this craziness and then I I was I wasn't and I I was feeling very low and super sad and I live alone and so then I started I started working with uh, my therapist again I was like hey I'm having some serious problems and so we went through a bunch of tests and that she was like hey you have serious depression and anxiety which was like a shock to me I was well not even a shock but I was just like it was hard to hear because you didn't think yeah yeah and it's it's like, especially because I feel like I'm, like, I'm, I'm an overachiever. Like, that's what I'm just like, I'm always trying to do better than what's expected. And to have someone say, hey, no, you're actually worse than expected was I was like, how dare you? Um, but it was, <laughs> I, I needed to hear that because I had some, like, some serious problems going on. And I felt like I could just solve it myself, which I obviously couldn't. Like, I was doing what I could. I was journaling. I was meditating. I was doing all of that. And I just still felt so awful. And so then she started me on some medication for it, which I was, again, super against. I was like, why would I take medication? I'm like my own woman. I'm an independent lady. I don't need no help. Like, right. um, but I did. And I, I've been on it. And it's been, like, so helpful. And it was a lot of, like, I – it was kind of a big learning experience for me because I like to think that I'm super um, open-minded and I'm like any, any problem anyone would come to me with, I'd be like, Oh yeah, go use medication is fine. Go see help, like all of this. But as soon as it was my problem, I was like, no, you don't need medication. That's bad. You shouldn't have it. Like that's for weak people. You're not weak. And I feel it's always like that though. Right. Like the minute it comes to you, you're like, okay, no, but it's not me. Like everyone else deals with that or has has to do that, but I don't have to. I I get that. 
and then like looking back at it now I was like what a hypocrite I was um but it really like I I feel great and I still have ups and downs for sure uh but I'm I'm learning to manage it a lot better and I feel like I'm in a much better headspace and like my baseline if you look at my baseline happiness level a while ago it was like I was just sad all the time and I was just I didn't want to do anything I didn't want to see anyone and I just thought that's who I was and that's what my personality was morphing into but now I know that that's not it um and so it's it's been a a lot of learning and there's been a lot of like tough realizations for sure but I'm I'm on the right path and I really am so happy that I I took the chance and started seeking help and I kind of taking control of my own mental health and which is why I'm deciding to be an advocate for it because it's like there's so many things that I was like oh I don't want to do that that's not me it's not gonna work for me and once I actually gave it a shot I was like oh this is totally works for me and so yeah uh, if I can like I just want to find it a lot easier to speak out about it um and I've had a a lot of people like once I tell my story then I get people who talk to me and ask me questions and I think that's like that's just having that conversation is a huge step and it's um that's once I started to kind of come to terms with my mental illness and start telling people about it then they would share stories and like oh I'm I'm not crazy. This is something most people actually have dealt with. Um, and so it's it's definitely a complicated uh, topic and it's a it's a hard one to talk about, but it's so important. It really affects more people than I think anyone really realizes. Oh, 100%. And, you know, like hearing you talk about it, I, I relate to basically everything you've said, you know, like my, my sorry, me, myself, I've also dealt with anxiety over the years. You know, I was seeing a therapist for the longest period of time. Um, I was going to go on medication and then, you know, things kind of calmed down a bit where it wasn't necessary, but, you know, so I could very much relate to you on that. And it is something that, you know, I remember when I first started going, I was probably maybe 17 or so. And, you know, I would tell people and it was almost like, I didn't want to be scared because I'm like, like you, like I'm a very open mm-hmm. kind of person. So yeah. like, I didn't care to talk about it. I'm like, okay, it's like, it's for my mental health. I'll, I'll go see my doctor for my physical issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is my doctor for my mental issue. But you know what I mean? Like, um, exactly. For sure. And you'll go exactly. to like, if, if I were to sprain my ankle or something or break a leg, like my coach would be like, Hey, go to rehab. We need exactly. to get you fixed up. And so and it's, I, it's like I, not an issue. Yeah. You just do it without thinking yeah, twice. Exactly. And no one would care, you know, mm-hmm. but it's just saying like, oh, I go to therapy. Like I didn't care to talk about it, but I know people around me were like, oh, like you talk about going to therapy. Like, oh, wow. Like, why? Like, are you okay? And I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm actually like fine. I just need to talk about, yeah. you know, I have anxiety, oh. like anxious tendencies or, you know, yeah. so it's not, you don't have to have something like so wrong in a way to go to therapy and I'm a huge like advocate myself to go like for people to go to therapy I think it's like it's changed so much yeah honestly I get an hour to talk about myself like it doesn't seem like that bad (laughs) talk about I mean I love that don't you just want you to know? go and talk about yourself? Like, exactly, yes, I, you know? Really it's like, you know, thinking, talking about the things that have bothered you that week or whatever, you know, it kind of just yeah. gets things off your chest too. And it's like, it's exactly. a great feeling, you know? And it's really good. Like, I was really worried once I started realizing that I was like struggling, I didn't want to tell my parents because it, it reached a point where it was bad. And I was like, if I tell them, then they're going to like tell me to come home and they're going to try and like help. And I'm just, I don't want help yet. I just want to tell someone that I that I'm struggling. Like, I don't want them yeah. to tell me what to do or how to fix it. Like, I just, I, I just want to feel this way and have someone else know that I feel this way. And yeah. that's why like, I found therapy was so great because they don't actually like, they're not as involved as like your parents would be, or your boyfriend would be your girlfriend or whatever. Like they're, they're there to help you, but they're not there to over. They're very biased. And, like they're, I mean, not biased, yeah. they're unbiased, unbiased. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. And you know, like they don't have an opinion about your life, you know? Yeah. And they're just going to give you advice on what's best for you. Whereas like my, I feel like my parents, like they just, they care so much. And then once they hear that I'm struggling, then they're like, ah, oh, I need to help her. But it's, I feel like it's more out of their own, like, conscience right like they want to yeah. help so that they feel better like they've done everything that they could possibly to help their kid and which is awesome and I love that mm-hmm. my parents are that way but sometimes I don't I don't want advice I just want to hug and like I not, get not it. that my I therapist is hugging me and stuff but like, <laughs> like a little <laughs> interesting. No, like, 
<laughs> but um, no, it's like you just want you want someone to tell you that it's going to be okay and to ask you what you want to do about it as opposed to being like, oh my God, you're upset. You need to do this. You need to do this. It's like, I can't do that right now. I'm depressed. I don't want to go. I can't even take a shower, let alone like go for a jog and do like eat super healthy and make good meals. Yeah. Like I, I'm barely surviving right now I, I all of these things are out of the realm of possibility and so it's um anyway therapy is awesome pretty much is what yeah um, no I completely <laughs> agree honestly I I totally get it and like for those of you if you're listening and you hear that like you know go even if you don't have like mm-hmm. a per se reason to go like I think it's just yeah. good like I feel like everyone always has something to talk about like I'm convinced you know mm-hmm. you don't have to have like a diagnosed issue to go I don't think you should yeah. have to necessarily wait till that point right like exactly. just like when I, you go to see your doctor like your general doctor you don't wait till there's up. an issue to go see him you yeah. know or it's like, like or her or whatever like whenever you're not gonna just start doing weights because you're like oh I am so weak right now maybe I should start lifting weights like you're constantly just trying to improve and reach improve your personal and everything like that's that's how I see and I didn't see therapy as that when I first started like it was a really I had to actually go and start seeing the benefits before I could realize like oh this is actually just going to constantly help me instead of like it's not it's not a solution to a problem it's just like constantly it's just maintenance Um, right and so that's been really important I just went the other day and I like we set up a meeting and I called her. I was like, wait, I don't even really know what I want to talk like, to what you. to like, talk about. Like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, okay, well, let's dig. And it ended up being like one of the best conversations I've had with her because I was actually like in a mindset where I was happy enough to actually talk and have a good conversation and really like unravel some of my other issues that I might've not been as open about or like understand enough. And so it's like, just go to therapy. If you're even tiny bit yeah. considering it, just Go or just do it talk just to do someone, it like exactly anyone. I completely I completely agree I completely agree so do you think though you know talking about mental health and all that do you think a lot of maybe issues in society right now at least among students is because of the whole like hustle culture vibe if that makes sense you yeah. know like we I feel like there's a lot of like, pressure go, on that go, to, go. like yeah, yeah. To like, have to go and if you're not like you're not doing good enough you know like I feel like yeah, that's exactly. a huge thing Especially in society with the social media stuff because it's like yeah. you don't see people just lying on the couch like no one's oh, just no. posting like rarely oh, exactly. I haven't done anything haven't showered today haven't even brushed my teeth like no one's posting that stuff They're no like, exactly oh, I know it's my 5 a.m Ryan it's like shut up <laughs> <laughs> I just woke up and it's two but um <laughs> no and it's, it's good like people like obviously people are gonna post the things that they're proud of like they're not just gonna post these like and eh, I feel like whatever exactly. I, my hair is messy and I look kind of crappy and I didn't sleep well like that's not post worthy stuff I mean maybe it is but it's like some people, people yeah like, exactly maybe yeah, some people no, exactly. but yeah and, but it's the things that you're seeing are people's like not even just like their good selves it's really like their their peak performance yeah right and so when you're looking at everyone and you're like wow everyone is at their peak performance and I just got out of bed and watched Netflix for eight hours. Like it's really hard to kind of, cause you're comparing yourself to everyone's best and that's really exactly. difficult. And so then I feel like that's what kind of mixes into this, this hustle culture because you're comparing yourself to everyone else's hustle and you're like, Oh, well, and you're like, what should I this. do to be better? Yeah, exactly. And then you're thinking about jobs and you're like, well, if this person can get up at this time and they're applying for all of these things and they're getting this experience and I just have done A, B, and C, like that's really, it, you're putting yourself in a really hard position because like everyone's done impressive things and everyone is impressive in their own way. And there's, when you're only looking at everyone else's most impressive things, then you kind of forget like, like there's a balance, right? And you're there's like you're only seeing like one percent of their life and so I think that's a really important thing to keep in mind with social media and it is hard because there's like people are so perfect in different aspects and so you're looking one way and you're like wow I'm looking at all these models I'm never gonna look like all these models and then you're looking all these super educated people you're like wow this person's super sexy and this person's super smart and she's super fit and she's super productive like and then you're trying to like become all of these like hundreds of people when they're all different people as well. Like it's exactly. it's a really complicated web that everyone gets themselves into of comparison. And that, that makes it really difficult. And for sure, that's going to make people stressed out. And especially when you're like, 
the more I'm on, like I'm on Instagram on the days where I'm not doing as much stuff mm-hmm. as well. And it's like, it's my lazy days where I'm on Instagram and I'm looking at everyone's productive days. Like that doesn't and feel you're like, good well, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I think like there's something nice I want to say about social media in the sense where it's like for your own, you know, I like, for example, to use it for like keeping track of my mm-hmm. life, for example, you know? Yeah, and, exactly. You know, so for that stuff, it's kind of fun. But I have had moments where I've had to delete in the past Instagram because like seeing certain people's content mm-hmm. or seeing, you know, more toxic things, I guess you can say. Yeah. I don't even know if that makes sense. Like it kind of just like gets to you, which you're like, this is so stupid. You're like, this is literally like pictures of someone's mm-hmm. like best day or most perfect moment yeah. of the day, right? And it's like, why are you letting that get to you? But, you know, and then you're like, shit, like like you said, you're like, oh, you know, you hear, you see this, these people like excelling at all these things and you're like, oh my god what do I what am I gonna do to excel now you know and like you yeah. just nice feel that um I feel like in the past few months I've tried to like take myself out of that because it's like it can be very toxic you know and it's yeah for sure there's no point surrounding yourself with that kind of stuff but it is at the same time like it's fun also you know catch up with your friends lives you know some friends mm-hmm. you may not speak to for years it's like oh wow like so and so is here now and they're living this life doing this yeah. you know so there is like the nice part I guess you could say of for social sure. media but there is there's definitely a very toxic part too for sure I think social media can be great if you're just aware of what you're looking at and I think that's that's the difficulty in it is you're just looking at so many people's lives all the time and you're gonna scroll past a bunch of stuff that you don't care about either like there's gonna be people that are doing worse than you and they're posting about it and you're just that's not gonna register in your brain until you get to someone where you're like oh my god I think they're doing so much better than I am now I feel bad about myself And so if you're like, I like what you said, where you're just like trying to keep track of your own life. That is awesome. And I think that's what it should be for. And for Mm -hmm. that, to like have these close people like sharing your life with them, especially right now, like social media is very important right now. Or else people will be super lonely. (laughs) Like, Oh, I completely agree. I completely agree with that. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, even the beginning of the pandemic, like I was posting more frequently, even though I was not doing much, like I was at home, mm-hmm. but everything I was doing, that was like kind of like, oh, I'm taking this new project today. Like I thought it was yeah. kind of fun to share and it made me feel like people were all doing kind of the same thing. You know, everyone was like, oh, someone was yeah. baking bread and someone was painting and someone yeah. was, you know, so it's it was kind of nice. And, like, and if you take it as motivation as well, then that's awesome. Like if you're following fitness pages because you want ideas on how to be fit and like how to have realistic expectations, then that's awesome. But yeah. if you're following them because you're looking at them and like, wow, I just want to look like that person and I don't want to live that lifestyle. I just want to, why don't I look like that? Yeah. That's not as healthy. And no, so it's, exactly. Again, it's just really being aware of what you follow. And like, I, I was, I do that every once in a while where I go through pages. I'm like, I don't need to follow this. I don't need to follow this. I don't need to look at all this. I don't need to see what this person looks like in her bikini. Like I just, I really don't care. And that's not benefiting my life that much. Yeah, so. no, for sure. I completely agree with that though. You know, like I feel like every so often you need to have like a reset, refresh, like, mm-hmm. okay, what do we want to get rid of today? You know, yeah, exactly. that's also to keep you like mentally sane too. Cause like it mm-hmm. can be very like consuming that much content is it's yeah. an overload for the mind too. And like mm-hmm. it can, in my opinion, I think it could have like mental health impacts. I, you yeah. know, I really do think that. Um, but yeah, I think if you're if you're aware mm-hmm. of what's going on and you're aware that like, yeah. I don't know, I guess each person's different, you know, but for I sure. guess like I've caught myself in moments where I'm like, I, I actually I actually had deleted Instagram in the past for like a week where I was like, mm-hmm. and it was probably the best feeling of my life, like just not having to yeah. like check it because it almost becomes an impulse, like where you're just like, I'm mm-hmm. just going to click on Instagram, you know, and it's like, no, I'm like, I'm good. so bad. I'll go to like click on a different app and then I'm like, oh, wait, it was Instagram. Next like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like, what so, is happening? Yeah. I'm like, wait, yeah. what did I even want to do? I'm trying to open like a calculator and now I'm on TikTok. And now you're <laughs> looking at, yeah, exactly. You know, and but, hey, it's fine. Social media is cool yeah. too. You know, it's fun to share yeah. people's stories. It just mm-hmm. should be done in like a way where, you know, just, just yeah just feel your best exactly exactly Exactly. and if you're getting joy out of it then do it like if you want to like I scroll because I like looking at stuff like I love all these animal videos and stuff so I'm I'm gonna be happy but once you kind of I I'll get to a point where I'm like wow I've done nothing for way too long and I don't I feel like okay (laughs) so I need to take a step back I need to do something to reset my brain yeah no I completely get that so to kind of tie up today's discussion, I ask everybody this, what is their favorite quote that you like live by? If you have one. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm, I love this one from my dad that I always thought was so stupid until just recently. Um, the main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing. 
uh, which wow, sounds so stupid. <laughs> I know. It sounds so stupid, but pretty much all it's saying is pick something to focus on and make that your number one priority. And if, it, if something doesn't align with that, then don't stress yourself out with focusing on too many things, trying to be the best at everything. Just pick one thing that you want to make the main thing and make that the main thing. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's pretty good. I like that. I like that. Honestly, it's no, it's you have to process it a little bit. I know. But it's- <laughs> I would say, you would just say that and I'd be like, shut up. What are you talking about? This is like before I would spar something, I'd be doing like getting ready for something intense and be like, remember the main thing to keep the main thing. The main. Th- I'm like, I don't need You're to like, do this. Okay. <laughs> now I find it therapeutic. And then I'm like, when I'm focusing on like even just training, I'm like, what do I want to do today? It's like, okay, I just want to, I just want to be present in this training. And then whatever, if I, if I'm tired or if I like am upset or angry, like that doesn't matter as long as I'm being present in this moment, because that's what my yeah. main thing is. And so yeah. I, I do like that one, no matter how stupid and father. No, it's, it's not stupid at all. Like I, it makes a lot of sense. And I think like, I love hearing these quotes cause I find them so inspiring. And then like hearing like the explanation behind and like what it means to like the person, yeah. it just. It's so it's like really nice. I I am a very big quote person. I like yeah. live by quotes. I feel, and yeah, no, I, I really like it. It's really nice. I really it's it's a good one. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, what's happening? Sorry, my Siri keeps turning on. Hello, can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Like, it means a lot to be able to talk to you. And it was really an incredible conversation I had with you. So if people want to reach you and like watch your journey and the whole boxing thing, where can they find you? Uh, I am at uh, Amelia Dermot on Instagram. So E-M-E-L-I-A-D-E-R-M-O-T-T. And then Amelia Boxes on TikTok. I've not quite figured out TikTok. Oh, you have a TikTok? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's it'll get better. I promise. It'll get there. It'll get there. The, the Instagram that one's much better. <laughs> but definitely, yeah. You honestly like she posts really cool content. I've been following her for a while now, and like I see like like I really want to box. Every time I see your stuff, I'm like, oh my god, she's really cool doing all this boxing stuff. Like it's really it's really sick. So, well, thank you again for tonight, and uh, it was very nice talking to you. So for nice. those of you. Thank you. Thank you. So for those of you who want to follow uh, me, you can follow me on my main account at Tiff Asli, or you can follow my podcast account, my newest one, the Faces of Tomorrow underscore podcast. And you can also catch me on, I have a Facebook page and as well as on Apple Podcasts, I'm present there and Spotify. So you can hit me up on all those places. And actually I will have a YouTube as well. So you'll be able to even watch this in like visual version if you rather than listen to it so you could see both our faces which which is great tomorrow (laughs) exactly so thank you very much and we'll be back next monday with another episode have a great week